haven't dr- I haven't even drank anything yet. Check one, two, check one. Check, check, itty, check. Hello. Does I uh, say something? Something. Good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, more, more. More. <laughs> no, something more. Something more. Ah, you're terrible. Okay. I know. There you go. This is Audible Theater with Nathan Cousin and Chelsea Clark. Welcome back to Audible Theater. What year is it? It is 2021. Oh my God. I don't believe we, we've uploaded an episode since last year. Since the last y- decade. Yeah. No. Did we? Well... Well, we is did... 2020 considered the new dec- decade, or does the decade start uh, in 21? I'm dumb. Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm asking. No, I'm, you're I'm, right. I'm dumb, you're too. Right. No, no, no. You're <laughs> right, and I'm dumb. We can establish momentary facts. Maybe <laughs> okay. in 10 minutes, you'll be dumb, and I'll be right. Right. There we go. Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are are going to do a little bit of a, a episode um, we talky talk. Talky talk. We haven't um, <laughs> uploaded for good reasons, which we'll get probably into during this episode. I mean, probably. Uh, th- you'll probably have gathered by now from the title of whatever I'll title this that this is more of a kind of talking about the transitional periods of being actors in New York from 2020 mm-hmm. to 2021 into and out of the pandemic because we're on the we're on the tail end of it with our fingers crossed we hope we are please yes please please put me out of my misery <laughs> uh, hasn't been that bad been you're stuck in the bad. house with me yeah, yes, has yes, that yes, been yes, has yes, that yes, been yes, pretty bad it's been pretty it's been, been pretty bad yes <laughs> you're making like movements with your lips at the mic and i'm like is she about to what is she about to say i don't know i, I wanted to say something clever but nothing came to me so well, and just say something clever something clever ah, oh. ooh, throw it back to the intro yeah. anyways uh, <laughs> we don't know how long this episode's gonna be so sit down buckle up might be quick might be fast might be long we've got a whole bottle of wine so who knows what's gonna who happen what's by gonna the happen. end <laughs> Love editing this. Uh, oh no! We broke out some old equipment because the new ones uh, still needs to be picked up. Part of the reason why we haven't uploaded in a while. Right, right. But, well, uh, I don't know if that's really because is that really an excuse? Probably. Maybe a bit. A little bit. Well, yeah, like a editing, little bit. Yeah. Like the other stuff doesn't blah blah blah, and this makes yeah. it more work on the back end. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But but that's me being a a really lazy person. So I guess it is an excuse. Yeah. Hmm. I'm dumb and lazy. Welcome to Audible <laughs> Theater. That seems to be the theme of our show today. <laughs> Let's get into it. So uh, basically, um, what we're going to do is I'm going to ask a Miss Chelsea Clark actress. Oh my God, is that me? Miss Chelsea Clark. I don't yeah, know. Follow her okay, on Instagram. Okay, let me try to get a sip of wine before this happens. Oh yeah? Uh, as she sips her wine, I'm going to be asking her questions and then she will probably reciprocate the questions and hopefully uh, organically we'll just analyze what it was like to be a actor transitioning in and out of the the in uh, industry through industry in and out of covid lockdown uh, zoom life and then back into regular life as we are slowly getting there yeah and the thing is not even over yet yeah, i mean zoom is over. zoom productions are still a thing mm-hmm. zoom is still a thing still zoom dominating aud- yeah zoom auditions it's like weird. everything I, I, it's a lot of it 
is theater zoom but like film and tv they're just like screw it we're gonna do all of our productions you know because yeah. i guess there's just more feasibility for doing it probably with all the the testing the and like yeah. they have to do the yeah uh, the guidelines yeah but anyways yeah. we're jumping ahead of ourselves okay yeah all right sorry the uh in so, the dawn of time in the dawn of time yeah all right let's start at the beginning yeah where were you when you found out about the pandemic <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Mm. Sorry, I have to cough that out first. Okay, okay. I see. But, I said pandemic, and, <laughs> and I have to COVID. cough. It's like <laughs> <laughs> I understand. So is that how it transmissions now? Yeah, yeah. It just you say the word, and um, yeah, then it happens. Voldemort. Yeah, it's like. <gasps> Let's see. Where was I? Hmm. I don't even know. Well, I, it can't. It, it came well, in waves of information. Yeah, right? I mean, it kind of came on gradually. Mm. I mean, at first. I didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal because yeah. what have I lived through in my lifetime? You know, Y2K, mm-hmm. uh, other pandemics, I guess. Just other things have happened. Uh, swine flu was a thing, yep. bird flu, yep. like all mm-hmm. these other Those were diseases. misfires. I remember that too because I was in... Um, I was in middle school and all it really was was just remember to wash your hands, kids. And that yeah. was it. I mean, the teachers seemed a little worried, but they didn't let it get too big, no, which is no. interesting. I mean, I remember people getting sick during swine flu. I got sick. I don't know if I had swine flu, yeah. but I got really, really sick. Well, weren't there like a very small amount of cases that was easily controlled or something? Yeah, I mean, but people who had swine flu did go to the hospital. Mm. Like yeah. I, I had to go to the emergency room. I don't, like I said, I don't know if it was swine flu, but... Yeah, they didn't test you. Yeah, but anyway, um, So, I mean, it came on gradually. Yeah, the it things came that were, on gradually. The things that were happening around that time, uh, I, I remember you had several shows lined up. I did, um, yeah. We just closed the show together. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like this weird moment of like hearing everything closed, right? It's yeah, like, hearing everything closed. Um, first, I found out that my productions were being shut down. Yes. Um, at first, that director was just like, oh, no, it's fine. It'll pass. You know, mm. I, it, it's not going to be that big of a deal. Next thing I know, he's like, guys, sorry, but we have to close. We're yeah. not going to go on with this. Yeah. And, yeah, between that and, I mean, just everything shut down. Yeah. Everything shut down. I got similar emails myself. Right, you like had that, yeah. you had a show. You had, yeah, you stuff. had another another production of your off Broadway. Yeah. yeah, and and that was gone. That was gone. Yeah. So it was from a hundred percent lifestyle everything to mm-hmm. nothing to almost nothing. And the span mm-hmm. of like, I don't know, it was like a month between me finding out like COVID exists and shut down. It feels like that happened in like a month for me. Yeah, of like my knowledge of this thing exists to. Goodbye. Everything is shut down. Shelter in place. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I I think the numbers are it takes like three to four months for a for like a for something to become a habit, to become a lifestyle. Right. So, uh, for example, when actors, they get into rehearsals, they have like, you know, ideally four weeks of rehearsal for um, rehearsal or dress rehearsal. Yeah. And then those characters, at least in theater, it becomes second nature, you know, it becomes a lifestyle. So about four months in to the pandemic, I can say most people acclimated to this like stay at home life yeah. where it was all Zoom meetings, uh, take out. Sorry, I have to cough. Oh, God. <coughs> we mentioned COVID and mm-hmm. suddenly I have COVID. How did you get it? I'm curious. No, really? I think, it, I think no, I think it's again, I didn't take allergy medicine today and mm. everything's blooming out there. Okay. Trying to kill me. 
Yeah. You're like that approachable American type. <laughs> Everything's blooming out there. Everything's blooming. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get my hoe out to sow the, the lands and sow uh, the fields. <laughs> well, uh, now I'm just doing a Southern stereotype, but that's fine. That's fine. Uh, sorry about this to you, Southern people. I hope you enjoy. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. So, so about that time, yeah. um, we're acclimating, but yeah. I. You and I were in very different points, and we still are in some ways of our career. Mm. Um, you, having been in New York for for years, have accumulated a number of credits, and you kept yeah. submitting to work over over I the did. course of yeah. quarantine. And yeah, I you did. did get a few things. I yeah. did, yeah. Um, I guess most notably was the the play that I did in the park. <laughs> yes, theater, 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 theater in the park where I had to uh, contend with garbage trucks and squawking birds, with flocks the mercy of birds of the elements. Yeah, yeah, a bird war going on. The great, yeah, the great twenty twenty bird to this war. In that earlier episode. <laughs> the very first episode is when I got the yeah, call that yeah. I got the part too. And that was this. around the time when I when you first got the audition. That was the day that I was like, let's go home and create this thing. Yeah. Right. And then they both happened at the same time. Yeah. So it's like we both had like this second wind of, well, maybe I was inspired by you, mm. but there was this like second wind in the pandemic where we're like, we're just going to do it. We're yeah. just going to try to do it more. Yeah. You know, even if it's the limited capacity it is. So then you get this um, Electra. Yeah. And you get to perform. Which was a lot of fun. I mean, it was a lot of fun, but I had to stay six feet away from the directors, yep. six feet away from the other actors. You know, mm -hmm. at one time I'm supposed to hug my quote unquote sister and we just, you know, wrap our arms around <laughs> ourselves and not each other. Six feet apart. Six, six feet apart. I don't that. <laughs> it was clever. I mean, it was it, funny. And I think we had always got like a genuine like chuckle mm -hmm. out of the audience. You know, mm -hmm. we, we, mm -hmm. we worked with what we could. I enjoyed watching it. Yeah, it was mm -hmm. a fun show. Yes, and then yes. other than that, um, I guess I did a sizzle reel in December, but mm -hmm. I think those are the two two main projects. Two main that projects like that I for. did. I don't really remember doing much else. I did audition for a few other things, but I mean, I think a lot of people there there wasn't a lot of work happening, and there was a lot of uh, people in the pool. Yeah. So you know, my chances of of getting something were were slim. Yeah. So you know, I should. I was grateful for the, the stuff that I could do. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. weird. For 2020 specifically, on my end, uh, it's, I didn't do any like huge projects except for Audible Theater. I mean, I this mean, is a pretty huge project that you you know <laughs> kind of figure out what we're gonna do and you edit everything and you yeah, put everything yeah. together. Well, like you know, you bought a ton of equipment. Uh, you know, you stocked us up with like good equipment. You did fair, something. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I, I under, I'm not trying to undermine my ability as a person, but what I will say is like, um, I it I think I used 2020 more primarily as like a a primer for myself as the individual. Mm. Um, and if we're talking about you know what can actors learn who are trying to become anything in this in this field, uh, it's this reoccurring fact that your personal life matters just as much as your professional one. Oh, absolutely. Especially in a field like this. And this is something I tell all my friends and I talk to as many people as I can about it when it comes up. But especially in this field, if you are being dishonest with yourself as a person, if you are so anxious around people that you can't be honest with yourself, mm -hmm. if you are, you know, 
just going to social events for the sake of feeling gratified and not for really just being there and enjoying people's presence or, or like the I'm using like really curious things. Yeah. I uh, I think that a lot of people like to identify with a crowd by mm-hmm. saying that oh yeah, I also have anxiety or oh yeah, like that that this. I'm not trying to like, you know, undermine any of that. Undermine no. like no, the no. legitimate cases. Yeah. But People like to feel like they belong. People want to feel like they belong. And I think it's a, it's a major struggle. I still feel like, you know, trying to do exactly that where it's like reintegrating myself into society and all that. But what I learned in 2020 is like those uncomfortable moments, mm-hmm. I need to, instead of trying to pretend and to please, uh, embrace those insecurities and mm-hmm. understand that, yes, I may be anxious it may not be as big as I think it is, mm-hmm. but if we can control those things, especially as performers, uh, and address them and try our best to like move forward with it, mm-hmm. uh, it'll only help us in the professional sense. Yeah, because vulnerability is at the center of everything we do. Yeah, as people, as actors, and um, yeah, I, I guess the bottom line of this little spiel for my <laughs> 2020 discovery is like. Self-care. I uh, make sure that when you are working on yourself, you're being honest because when you're working on your career, it's a reflection of how well you've worked on yourself. Mm. Truly. Mm-hmm. Um acting, casting directors, managers, agents, directors, all of the above all can tell when someone has themselves together, yeah. you know. Yeah. And that's like part of like that first sense, second you walk into the audition or you log into the zoom class mm-hmm. is your hair neat Are, do you brush your teeth do you uh do you do you exercise um if you're in the room do you smell like you know <laughs> really basic hygienic things yeah. are all reflections of you know how much you care about yourself mm-hmm. do you take the time to remember to brush your teeth every day do you become your hair etc etc anywho that's that's what i learned from 2020 um so let me, yeah, um, sorry i keep coughing I have to apologize for coughing. No, I, I'm allergic to something. <laughs> Might be you. <gasps> oh, no. I'm going to drink. Okay. Cheers. Two of you being allergic to me. Yay. Mm. All right. 17 minutes in. Wow, really? Yeah, Jeez. 17, yeah. Jeez, okay. No, yeah, I, I, th- I figured it'd be a bit longer than like 20 minutes. But yeah. I... Uh, so next. Yeah, next. What's what's next? Uh, 2020 happens. It's a bit of a blur. Mm. Days did kind of fall into one another, mm. I noticed. I mean, we were in the house so much. And like an event for us was going to the store. That was like <laughs> a big like uh, event for us. <laughs> or, going, or going to the park was an event, you know? Yeah, yeah. And kind of seeing everyone else at the park doing the same things that we were doing it's like huh mm-hmm. you know it just kind of for me it just made me feel not so alone yeah like everyone was experiencing the same reality yeah. as me so that that was always a comfort you mm. know it's it's been hard not being able to see family you know just over you know zoom calls is the only time and facetime is the only time that i can see family members which is and a blessing in itself. It's a blessing in nice. itself, you know. I mean, a hundred years ago, when everyone <laughs> had to shelter in place with the great flu, mm. you know, they didn't have any of this technology to, like, 
be able to see their loved ones even if yeah. they were like far away. And a hundred like, years ago, we did they have wouldn't... telephones. When, did, yes. when was the tell? Yeah, they had yeah, telephones, they had but that was probably that was probably an event to like call S- someone, right? Mayhaps payphones, pay landlines. Yeah, I lines. don't know how. It, mm, I'm not the a phone invented? Okay, I'm getting I'm getting off track. But ring, <laughs> ring. Uh, n- yeah, but you're right. You're right. And if we really thought about it, a hundred years ago, we wouldn't be able to continue to pursue that career. I mean, no, film, TV every- wasn't even there. Yeah, everything would have been stopped. Yeah. I mean, theater. I'm sure everything was stopped. At least if people cared about you know containment that much yeah i'm sure they did no i think they did because you you see those big masks that people wore not the plague masks but Mm -hmm. like people had like (laughs) i think they did actually have like plague masks but you know people wore masks they like it was people took it seriously yeah so 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 moving everything along 2021 2021 what Um, month is it it's april march april so we have four months and i feel like the four months that happened recently easily surpass the amount of like quantity of stuff we did in 2020 not necessarily quality because i don't think i think uh, a big part of 2020 is you know it it was learning to appreciate life in a different way Mm -hmm. so i think i've had some of my happiest moments in 2020 Mm -hmm. as well as some of my darkest but right i guess that's just nature of it yeah so 2021 hits yeah right Winter is ending. Mm-hmm. Cases are lowering. Mm-hmm. We have some spikes here and there. Uh, vaccines are being announced. Woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> but let's see. You and I, yeah, encountered different things. I started being uh, definitely a bit more proactive in mm-hmm. engaging with things like classes or yeah. trying to find representation. You got headshots. Headshots. So that's all things I did. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? Which I, one do I, I don't remember what I did. So I, I remember. What okay, you did. I'm glad someone does. Mm. So, mm. well, you you started getting um, auditions first mm. off, like um, more frequently. I and did, I did through my through my manager. So mm-hmm. I'm eternally grateful for every single thing that he ever sends me, and they're usually pretty good. So you know, I'm always grateful mm-hmm. for that. So are you comfortable talking about the fact that your agent? No. Okay. I'm going to write that down because I do think it's interesting because like 20. Yeah. You know what? Let's talk about okay, it. Yeah. Let's talk about sure, it. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Let's talk about it. I don't think it's anything spiteful. I mean, he's There's not nothing... going to, I mean, no, it's nothing spiteful. He's, he's not going to watch this or yeah. listen to this. It's not going to come back to haunt me in any way. I it's, don't think so. It's so basically what I wanted to say about it. And then yeah. you, I, yeah, yeah, go I ahead. brought it up. So yeah. I, I want to at least Yeah. You have some you thoughts why. about it. Uh, it, it, he he your agent dropped you yeah but almost immediately you started getting like higher name auditions for with your manager yeah i did and it's yeah. i think that really speaks to the uh a teacher i i recently in taking class with um, a teacher i'm taking classes with uses this term it speaks to how much of a, a crapshoot it all really is oh absolutely yeah it's yeah. crazy you know yeah. one drops you and then the other starts sending you like good auditions yeah like crazy yeah um and that's that's just the nature of the game. I just want to like let people know. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it it really is a taxing thing for your mental health to like yeah. lose something but gain something at the same time. It's very confusing. Right. Do you want to speak to I that mean, experience? I mean, when I first saw it, I my initial gut reaction was like, oh, that's upsetting. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously that's upsetting. But then I thought about it and I was like, you know what? We should have parted ways years ago. It mm-hmm. just it wasn't working. For I sure. I did get one major thing through him. But then after that, it just 
dried up yeah. and I didn't have a lot of auditions again or it wasn't the right stuff. Or... Well, you were, you were telling me about um, like how every five auditions you book one or something like that. I forgot what Some, the numbers like were. Like crazy odd. I usually have pretty good odds i mean knock on wood i don't want to <laughs> let me drink you know sip some sacramental wine here yes yes mm. but yeah i have pretty good odds with booking work mm -hmm. and i just wasn't getting much through him and i think partly there is there is fault on both sides on his side i don't think he ever understood my type as an actress okay because the one thing that i did get through him it wasn't the part that I auditioned for. It was the director, um, Steven Soderbergh, seeing the audition and thinking, oh, she's good for this other character. Yeah. Which doesn't have, I mean, I guess that does happen a lot, but how yeah. often mm -hmm. does that actually happen where a director. It's not every single not role. Not every you know? single role. Yeah. So right there, it should have said to me, huh, this guy doesn't, because I wasn't right for the part that he put me up for. Mm -hmm. The director thought I was right for another part. Yeah. I was lucky. You know, so I did notice the auditions that I was getting through him. I wasn't right, mm. usually, for the material. That's a very, I would say the word is healthy way of looking at a agent-client uh, relationship. Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, um, and I, I've been listening to a lot about, you know, agent searching right now because yeah. that's what I'm trying to do. At the end of the day, it's not necessarily, can this person give me work? It's, mm -hmm. is my product right for them? Right. Um, and then if that answer is yes and mm -hmm. obviously sign but over time if if those like initial you know discussions don't resonate with how he how he's sending you out for work mm -hmm. or etc cetera, etc cetera, then then maybe it is something that you need to like reevaluate and or or, or and clearly he thought yeah. it was time to reevaluate i mean absolutely i mean i agree with that 100 percent mm -hmm. and you know i think i was just in the mindset of like i'm so lucky to have an agent i'm so lucky mm -hmm. to have this yeah. person I don't want to to screw anything up. You know, I don't want to go out there and look for someone else. It was hard enough to get yeah. this. You know, that was the mindset, which wasn't a good mindset to be in. I should just keep doing my work, pursuing what I'm pursuing. And eventually, you know, I will find the right match. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it it's going to happen. You know, yeah. if you're in anything long enough, things are going to happen. That is true. <laughs> it's a causality if you're yeah. putting energy into it. Typically, energy will be returned in some form. Right. And yes, yeah, so that was one thing that happened. And then the flip side of that was the manager holding on to you and giving you more things mm -hmm. to work for. Uh, and yes, Yeah, you know, yeah. and I think throughout this separation, I guess I should say, I feel like I did... I mean, after my initial shock of like this happened, you know, I, I really do think that I did have a good mindset of, yeah, this this needed to happen. This wasn't right, mm -hmm. you know. So yeah, everyone should be proud of me that I took it like a champ, right? I don't know. I'm proud of you. Good. <laughs> no, but <ser> <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, I mean, in any industry, it is your mindset. I think that can help you overcome the mm. difficult times you know yeah. and kind of holding on to your strength and holding on to your purpose yeah yeah i mean and that wasn't then the blessing about this industry is you know you also have a life so mm. there's other things that ground you too yeah um to i guess mental well-being and 2021 was this weird time because they say in disaster in you know times of great 
reckonings. <laughs> is that uh, what this is? A great reckoning? A great reckoning. I mean, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Why not? You know, in these hardships, there's opportunities aplenty. Mm. It's strange, you know, and and I think in terms of the acting scope in the field, uh, what what happened on the greater scheme of things was New York became tough, tougher. Mm. It became not yeah. what anyone signed up for in a comfort level. And a lot of people left. A lot of people left. Exactly. A lot of people like moved away. They didn't Actors just Actors left, the rich left. I mean They didn't just like leave their stuff. They they left with everything. They mm-hmm. moved yep. out of state. Not There I was mean, more apartments empty ooh. than ever before yeah. in New York. Uh, the fact is is that there's opportunity aplenty right now. Mm. Uh, so if you're listening you're thinking maybe I want to go to New York or to any Don't city come. Now. There's enough people here. <laughs> no, we're jo- we're joking. No, no, no. I <laughs> no, encourage there, you to. There, I do. There's I do. going to be more opportunities, so um yeah. yeah. And there's there's going to be a artistic boom happening within the next couple months. I can feel it. Everyone mm. feels it. Everyone knows it. Yeah. It's just knowing whether or not you have all your ducks in a row for that moment to mm-hmm. happen. Um, which you've been getting. Which your, I've been doing my best. You've been and getting your ducks in I a row. Think, I think that's kind of a big part of what I learned in 2021. Because um, if we, if if I, uh, I'm just talking about my excitement about my own career. Mm-hmm. But um, 2020. No, but it, but it's exciting. Yeah. You should absolutely talk about it. Because in, in the, I guess if I were to lay out my life in the last uh, year and a half, 2020 was the year of personal engagement. Uh, let's address all the things I did up until this pause mm. let me see how i feel about them let me see what i work, want to work on let me see what relationships i tried to foster and which ones i didn't which ones i shouldn't have which one i should have etc cetera, etc cetera. and it really gave me a lot of clarity mm. um and it really helped me get ready for 2021 because not only on the professional level am i engaging myself but on the personal level i said all right these are the people i want to keep in my life mm. Uh, why am I paying so much for this apartment, for example? And then we moved, uh, my myself and my roommates, we all moved to a larger place that had room for a proper studio mm. uh, and et cetera, et cetera, like beautiful blah, blah, blahs, yeah. taking advantage of like the, so this is a direct example of uh, COVID and opportunities. Right. Um, taking advantage of the lower rent for certain <laughs> housing units. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, the disclaimer I want to give in, in this uh, aside is there has been lots of tragedy within the world and we don't mm. do it in support of tragedy no, uh, no. it's it, it and that sounds really slimy when i say it so i mean our gains aren't what am i trying to say here harming yeah those I who mean, suffered maybe but i mean this is one of those gray yeah, areas it's kind of a gray area because if this pandemic didn't happen we wouldn't have this beautiful apartment there's no yeah. way that we could afford it it kind of know? felt because like because like a lot of words pop up in my head when i think about this i think you know gentrification uh taking advantage of the, of the less advantage yeah uh you know uh, being smart being self uh caring you know, like there's these contrasting forces and mm-hmm. you, and it's it's rough because, you know, I hear all these stories about, you know, college kids moving into communities like Washington Heights and having parties up there and it being really just damaging and mm-hmm. not great for the culture or the yeah. communities. Yeah. And I think of, uh, you know, the choices we've made and I don't think we've necessarily 
we're not partiers. We don't try no, to, no. you know, just support all the bougie places. I mean, no. of course, we like our special yeah. latte every now and then. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we, we support, support the our local, our local takeouts. Yeah. But <laughs> oh, will I reveal this information? Yes, because I love them that much. If you guys ever are in Astoria, mm. there's this restaurant called Tasties. Go there. Go oh, there every please day. Go there. Beautiful people. Yes. Amazing omelets. Great place. But, yes. um, but basically, the reason why I want to talk about this before going on with, like, my 2021 is if you are going to move to New York, do your research. If you know anyone here, reach out to them, ask questions about places to stay, what people are really concerned about. If you don't know what gentrification means, Look brush up. up on that. Yeah. <laughs> Look it up. Because uh, you're going to get a lot of locals being real pissed if you're living in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. And not that there is a wrong place to live. It's more yeah. of... You know, what are you doing there and why are you there? Mm-hmm. Uh, and don't come to New York just to party if you're saying you're an actor. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people probably moved out for that reason mm-hmm. because all they did was party. And when the party scene's gone, what else do they have left? Nothing. You know? Money to spend but nowhere to go with it. Mm. You know, that's yeah. a lot of, unfortunately, of the talent that we find here. And, and yeah. people listening who live in New York probably resonate with this. And. I'm glad if you're still here and I'm glad to meet you because chances are in how small New York is, <laughs> if we're quality actors and we're people who are trying to really pursue the career. Yeah, our paths will cross eventually. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so 2021. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. So we get to the, we get this new apartment. Yeah, we um, move. I started working out um, and thankfully there was a gym that's very spacious and they're very safe, COVID safe, all that. So I enrolled in that and I am... Internally thankful to my roommates who are also in the gym and they helped mm. me and, you know, I'm thankful that we could have roommates, a yeah. small community. Yeah. And, you know, lots of personal things, 2020, a lot of that began there, influencing the career. Uh, and it's absurd how much it really parallels because now that I'm feeling more in shape, I'm more confident mm. on the camera. Now that I am in a house that doesn't feel like a card box under <laughs> the train tracks. I mean, I've... to be fair, it was four of us in a two-bedroom apartment. Yeah, it there, was very it was cramped. Crowded. It was very crowded. Oof. And sometimes we even had our fifth roommate, who is now our roommate, living with us. Yeah. It was five people in a two-bedroom. He slept in the hallway. He slept in the hallway. <laughs> we had to bend a queen-size air mattress so oh, it would fit into the hallway. But it worked. But it worked. Good times. Yeah. New York. New York. New York. Better Make it work. <laughs> it's better than having 12 roommates when mm. I first moved to a three-bedroom, four-bedroom mm. apartment. Uh, but now we have this beautiful uh, five-bedroom. Yeah, I guess one of them is a studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, Two-floor, backyard. I mean, we're just, we're really lucky. Yeah. I mean, I feel very lucky being Strong here. Strong flex. Uh, <laughs> I mean, obviously, uh, the only reason we could afford it is there's so many of us, and yeah. thankfully, the, the, the price was so low. So it's, again, it's a gray area, and I hope we navigated mm-hmm. it well. And obviously, people will always look back on these type of choices and wonder, did we do the right thing? Yeah. Chances are, some part, no somewhere some way i don't know i mean there's always going to be regrets no matter I don't what you feel do regretful, but no but i don't either it but is an important thing to talk about uh yeah. especially if you're thinking about pursuing a career like yeah. this um and i i remember one of my first discoveries when i came to new york was hey guys if you're gonna move here do it with a friend mm-hmm. do it with people you know mm-hmm. don't do it alone because life is so much better when you have a community so. Yeah, it's true. I mean, when I moved here, I was going to school. So that's kind of how I built mm-hmm. my community is because 
you know, my classmates became my friends. Yep. And then as I branched out, you know, other productions that I was in, those became friends too. And, exactly, you know, the, yeah. the circle just keeps getting bigger and bigger. I took class. Those, my mm -hmm. classmates, again, became friends. So, yep. you know, it, it is hard, but it's not impossible. And it's those not impossible. connections and friendships right. are what leads yeah. to jobs and career success. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So it all blends together. Yeah, it all blends together. Now, after, <clears throat> bless you. Sorry. Now, <laughs> Damn. oh, yeah, it's like that. I see how it is. I think I'm allergic to something in this room. Did I say that earlier? Oh yeah, we we determined it was you. <laughs> Very nice. Thank you. Segway. It all connects. It all connects. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, brr. Uh. so uh, yeah, so you know, 2021. I'm going to finish this up. Mm. I also began taking classes. Yes. Uh, I was lucky enough that since I stayed in New York, I was able to not lose my apartment. I was able to find a better apartment. And on top of that, uh, I was able to keep my job. Um, mm. And between that and, of course, uh, all of the stimulus that was happening around, I was able to afford things such as classes or uh, going through Actors Connection for showcases. Mm -hmm. uh, I was lucky enough to be gifted a class from Chelsea Hello. for my birthday. Hello. Uh, well, it wasn't your birthday, it was Christmas. For Christmas, for Christmas. And through that, um, it's a great program. It, it was the Essentials Acting Class at the New York School for Film and Acting. Hmm. Oh, wait, New York, New York Acting School for Film and TV. Wow. That was hard for me to remember. I <laughs> uh, but I was, I was taking the class with Mark... Stolzenberg, mm -hmm. is that it? I think so. Just, I mean, you just know him as Mark. I just know him as Mark. It's Mark. I call him Mark. Hi, Mark. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Yeah. Uh, so I took that class, and not only did it help me feel stronger about that acting muscle, but it's leading to other projects down the line, which I'll be happy to announce uh, a film that I am going to be working on, which I'm very excited about. Mm. Burp, burp. Wow, this <laughs> plum wine. Mm. <coughs> better <laughs> uh so like it leads to great connections uh through classes right mm -hmm. and i think the misconception a lot of people have when they first move to new york is what does making building connection means does it go mean going to a bunch of parties does it mean a lot of neck breathing does it lead it? no 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 it literally means get yourself to a class and <laughs> you'll find people who you resonate with yeah and people who are doing projects Honestly, and honestly, you can use people in your class in your projects. So, mm -hmm. you know, it all becomes, you know, full circle, full circle. Yeah. yeah. If you have the choice between taking a class or uh, or paying for a backstage subscription or something like that, I literally think you should take the class. That's that's kind of the better route here. I don't think I've had. A single role in New York that I got purely because I submitted to a random thing on backstage. Mm. I've gotten called into audition once because of it. But in general, I don't get my parts like that. Mm. Your experience probably is a little different. Yeah. I think it's because you have like a ton of great credits, uh, which might really help in that respect. But um, for the most part, knowing someone definitely helps getting the role. Yeah, it does. Um, for me, I think it's been a little bit of column A and column B. I've definitely gotten mm. roles from people that I know, but I've definitely also auditioned and, and um, gotten the part. 
So, but I think I would agree that maybe taking a class would probably be better. Yeah, especially than, for that initial yeah, moments. Yeah, right. If, especially if you're new to this and you just came here, uh, definitely a class would benefit you. Mm-hmm. Even, uh, and I hate to say it, but uh, even if you've gone to a theater program with a college or university, mm-hmm. that's not necessarily a bad thing. But what's better is having connections with classmates, professors who are typically directors or even producers Mm -hmm. or casting directors and working with them one on one or even on Zoom, Mm -hmm. which is how I've got the project going. Yeah. um, Yeah, It's so much more better. Yeah. All the classes right now are on Zoom. All of them are. Nothing's in person. Unfortunately. But soon. 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 Goodbye, Zoom. We'll be breathing the same (laughs) air again. Though, you know what? That does bring up an interesting point. Mm -hmm. How much is Zoom here to stay? Mm. Because even before the pandemic, I did have a few auditions through either Skype or Zoom or like these other things. I did have a few. And this was, you know, a couple years prior. Mm -hmm. So this might be normalized a little bit more, you know, auditions through Zoom, um, classes through Zoom, mm-hmm. rehearsal through Zoom. This might be more normalized. Definitely. I mean, I don't think it'll ever take away from the in-person experience. No. Mm-hmm. But it is something that I think might be used a little bit more. I mean, it's bound to happen. The mm-hmm. fact that everyone is now acclimated to using these resources it's going to make networking and auditioning so much more of a cinch, you know? Yeah. Not having to buy spaces to hold auditions, not having to uh, book time or like schedule times you can send right. in the tape and I be mean, ready. Zoom probably costs less to have like an unlimited oh, yeah. thing I mean, than like a space would cost. That was a huge thing companies were finding in New York. The real estate in Manhattan is mm. absurd and a lot of it is just big companies. People yeah. figured out, oh, we can save millions of dollars and just have our folks work from home because they're, they're producing the same results. Yeah. So it's a strange <laughs> new era. Yeah. Um, and that's exciting. It's a brave new world out brave there. Brave new world. Enjoy uh, it. So uh, classes, that's classes, a big thing. Yeah. Um, showcases, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, are things that I've been trying. Um, resources I would recommend, uh, especially now, is obviously Actors Connection, uh, there's this new, well, Actors Connection, what it is, is, you know, a resource where you can look at classes that are being held by, like, agents, uh, ta- casting directors, uh, managers. You can do showcases for agents, managers, mm. um, and stuff like that. You can do one-offs, like, seminar-type stuff. There are some free events. I haven't tried any of them yet, but I'm mm. sure they're informative, especially if you're newer to the industry. Yeah. Um, but, like, uh, Actors Connection has been a blessing for me. Because if you combine that with something like IMDb Pro or even, I would say, even up-to-date actor, uh, both are resources that gives you information on the people involved with these projects, right? Mm -hmm. So if you go to IMDb Pro and look up a casting director's name, uh, let's just say it's Bob Siegel. And Bob Siegel has casted for, has cast NBC uh, TV series called The Plot to Win. And you really want to be on the plot to win because you think you really belong there. Uh, you can look up, you know, what seasons or how much of the recent season he's been working on. Or if it's a different casting director uh, or stuff like that. You can see which agents are repping the clients who are booking yeah. the work yeah. and you can target them. Um, so this is like a very 
I guess this is the legwork of being an actor that no theater program I've heard of or any like training I've heard of really teaches you. Mine did. Hers did. The School for Film and Television, now called the New York Academy for Dramatic Arts, at least when I went there, we had an entire course for a semester Mm -hmm. called the Business of Acting, where they went over websites you should be using, Mm -hmm. resources you should be using. And honestly, it was one of the most beneficial classes for me. Yes. And at the time, they did say that no other place really did a class like this. I would agree because uh, I remember... um, it may be, you might find it a bit more frequently now in New York schools. Because mm-hmm. about Probably. three years ago, I did a, a showcase in New York back when I was in college. I uh, bust in from Connecticut. And I met with the owners of a acting program. I can't remember the name. Mm. Uh, but they said, like, we had a, a financial literacy course that's free you can take. Um, I think they even talked about, like, the business of the acting, too. But mm-hmm. Typically, most college programs, college universities, standard stuff that doesn't focus primarily on the arts, mm-hmm. uh, don't really talk about how to present yourself as a product yeah, and how to don't. engage. Like with how you. to write letters, how mm-hmm. to do cover letters, how to do all of this, yeah. how to start a conversation with someone. You know, yeah. that was a lot of what, what our type is. Even yeah. like they went over a lot of a lot of the stuff that you need to know. Obviously, mm-hmm. this was years ago, so the information back then isn't quite as up-to-date as what I know now you know I, yeah, I learned yeah. but I mean I think that base, yeah, yeah. that base was definitely for example very... you probably don't know too much about up-to-date actor right no I know a little bit, a little well, bit. we've been sharing a little bit uh it didn't exist back then yeah. but mm-hmm. as opposed to like backstage or actors connection that's been around forever and well, you see, are that's very the thing is it's that. funny because backstage when I first graduated from my program it wasn't always the most legitimate mm-hmm resource and now and now it really has kind of risen it's risen through the ranks and has been one of the i mean i get a lot of work off of that one the two big ones i've always heard everywhere i went was backstage and actors uh access access yeah Yeah, actors access so those are the two those are the two that i've been getting most most of my auditions off of yeah yeah uh but it's mostly all of them Probably. Probably. In addition to whatever the manager sends you. Yeah. 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 So, like, uh, in terms of, like, up-to-date actor, it's a newer resource. But when, um, actually, I <laughs> started to cut you off there. But actually, when my manager sends me stuff, it's through Actors Access. Mm, yeah. That's the that's the website that he that's goes interesting. through. interesting. Yeah. I wonder if there's, like, a select... Maybe I should just become a casting director and cast <laughs> myself. But, like, right? a select area of Actors Access that's only accessible to... I think so. Casting directors. Yeah. That's casting so directors and managers and ages. I think so. I think so. Yeah. I don't mm, know. Intriguing. Let's hack the system. Let's hack it. Hack it. Hack the world. Hack the planet. <laughs> hack the planet. But, um, excuse me, to bring it back to up-to-date actor. So this other resource that I want people to know about mm. is a newer one. I, I know of another uh, website that's similar to it. I can't remember the name. But this one, basically, anytime there's uh, article updates or news releases about series or certain target list people like agents and managers it will send you daily notifications or stuff like that if they're in your like target list Mm -hmm. so like let's say you did that research you went on actors uh connection and you went to imbd pro and you found people that you really want to focus on um and you want to know when they're doing a class up-to-date actor will let you know that they have a month free trial and then you got to pay a subscription but at the end of the day um and I think a lot of casting directors will admit to this. 
the industry is a bit pay to play right now. Um, as is most careers. Yes, I'll have more plumb line, please. <laughs> Sorry. I'm like holding down the <laughs> need to pee. But um, go pee. I'll, I'll entertain the troops for a minute. Entertain the troops. Yeah, I'll, I'll entertain the troops. Oh. Pour a little bit more wine. You can take a pee break. I'll just sing Alouette or something. I don't know. See what happens. Well, how much more do we really have to talk about? I don't know. I mean, just go pee. Okay, I'll go, go, go pee. pee, and then All right. and then Good you'll luck. okay. Good luck with the Clark. <laughs> that was a warning, huh? <laughs> maybe I maybe I won't say anything at all. Maybe it'll be silent the entire time. Or maybe. Welcome to Whispers Theater. I am your host, Whispers. Today we are talking about how to speak as quietly as possible. Oh, no, no, no. I don't like this. <clears throat> okay, abort, abort. I don't like this. This is uh, way too uncomfortable. Okay, here's the thing. I don't understand people who like ASMR. I feel like there are more people who don't like it than like it. But I could be completely wrong, actually. I mean, I don't, I don't even know. I've only heard people who don't like it. But, I mean, so much of it exists that... It has to be really popular, right? I don't get it. Do you get it, Void? Okay, okay, Nathan's back. That's great. We became an ASMR channel for a minute. <laughs> and then I, I couldn't do it because it, was, it made me too uncomfortable. Well, that's what I was just saying. I feel like I've heard of more people who don't like ASMR than people that do. But so much of it exists that, oh, no. that it has to be really popular, right? Anyways. Anyway, you were saying let's let's stop, ASMR. stop. Welcome to this podcast. It's called Whispers. That's <laughs> all right. Okay. So, so what are we talking about? You're talking about um, up to date actor. Up to date actor. Yeah. So uh, and uh, pay to play. Yes. And that's the unfortunate thing about the industry. Yeah, that's becoming more and more normalized. Is paying to play. Unfortunately, I don't know how to solve it. Like if I'm thinking about like, you know, the the answer to, you know, equalizing the playing field. Right. Yeah. Because when you when you monetize classes, connections, ways to actually enter the field, you're going to get that imbalance. And I've been on the casting side of projects before and I've seen like the demographics and mm -hmm. how imbalanced it is like in a pool of, you know, let's say 50 actors, maybe five to 10 of them will be a person of color or, or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I, I uh, and of those five to 10, maybe about half of them have properly presented themselves in terms of having a quality headshot, having a video reel, having a resume that's understandable and legible, et yeah. cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I've actually got a question for you. Sure. Um, being on the casting side of things sometimes, out of, okay, so you have a project, you, people submit for the project, mm -hmm. you pick a certain number of people to come in and actually audition. Yeah. 
out of that, how many people are you picking and how many people from mm-hmm. that pot actually show up to yeah. the audition? Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good question. It would vary per project. Um, mm-hmm. For my last one before the pandemic, uh, it was a bit of a, 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 a panic attack because not really? only was it really like imbalanced, I couldn't really find any like the people I brought in. Mm-hmm. I tried to like getting a good, you know, uh, diversity of people coming in. Uh, backstage the emails weren't sending the messages weren't sending and i had to like no, do like yeah, emails individually email uh so people who i i thought had like a week notice only had had like three days notice mm. um so that which was a actually part of it. but that's not that uncommon it's not it's for not. auditions which is i mean to have a couple days that, that sometimes is you blessings, get a day yeah. before <laughs> sometimes it's the day uh, you know so i mean th- th- so that's not really unreasonable which is which I would say is fair, but now I'm like contacting people through personal email that might not even be accurate to their mm-hmm. resume, but that's on them. I, but to answer your question, I ideally wanted to call in maybe two or three times the amount of roles that were in the show, okay. right? So I could have at least like 20 to 30 auditions for like a 10-person cast. Yeah. And option A, B, and potentially C if I really needed it. Yeah. The issue was, it not it was not the amount of people who applied. Mm-hmm. It was the type of people who applied. Mm. Uh, the oversaturation really heavily fell in uh, mid-20s white women. Yeah. Which is a well-known fact within the industry. Oh, absolutely. Undersaturation yeah. was obviously uh, black men, mm-hmm. especially black women, I want to say, uh, from what I remember from those numbers. Mm-hmm. But... I was like reaching for diversity. Yeah. Uh, and thankfully we did find one actress who I brought in and we worked on the piece. Um, and but one, out of how many people you like, I'm just yeah. at, really asking yeah, yeah, yeah. how many people did you invite to audition and how many people showed up is what I really want to know. Like 70% showed up. 70%. Yeah, really that high. Maybe a little more. I won't. I won't lie. There was like a good hour one day because we had two days of auditions where no one showed up. Mm-hmm. I think well, like one was an empty space in the audition block, so we had a b- scheduled break. Yeah. But we had like two or three people around it on either side, and yeah. no one was there. And we we're like, "What's going on?" I do have a point for this. If you get an audition, freaking go to the audition <laughs> because your chances of getting the part are pretty high. Yeah. From yeah. just people not showing up at all. Oftentimes, uh, a single project will get over, get over a few hundred submissions. Yeah. So if you are picked out from the few hundred, you've already beaten the 0.3% mm. that it was to get an yeah. audition. Yeah. Um, so do it. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, of yeah. course, things happen. Maybe you decide that this project isn't right for you, which is, you know, that's mm. fair. If you don't feel like you resonate with the project, that's fair. Don't audition, I guess. Mm. I mean, I don't. I but don't be know. in be in communication with the uh, people right. on the other side. Right. Don't just not show up. Here's the thing: if they didn't pick you, if they didn't choose you, that's fine. They're never if you. They're not gonna remember you if they didn't send an invite. Yeah. But if they sent you an invite to audition, mm-hmm. they not only looked at your profile, they've also agreed to see you further. So whoever is on the casting side looked at your resume, looked at all your details, your acting reel, and they say, "I want to see you. I know you. I know your name. I'm mm-hmm. contacting you." Mm-hmm. If you don't show up, Oof. they might mm-hmm. remember your face on future projects, you know? And it won't be in a good light, hopefully, you know? Yeah. So that's I mean, something I think, you want to I mean, the only about. two ways that I would not show up to an audition, if I, if I fell in a well 
or was on my deathbed. Like those are like I have mm-hmm. to or in like, like yeah. mortal danger. Yeah. Like I will go to that audition. It's fair. I mean, obviously we want to be healthy about it. But if you can't make it Right. I mean, obviously audition. through with you know, current events, if you're sick, please stay home. Yes. Like yes. that's Yeah, yeah, yeah. Though yeah. honestly when I auditioned for you I was sick. Yeah. <laughs> Could have given me COVID. But I didn't I didn't shake anybody's hand or anything. That's and fair. it was just like that's a fair. oh, I'm feeling kinda weird it's today. Fair, that's fair. I'm it not trying to attack you. No, no, I know no, you're not. I but promise. I did I did remember <laughs> that I was like, oh wait, I wasn't feeling well that day. So uh But it was it wasn't like I thought that I was deathly ill. I was like, oh, I feel kinda weird, but yeah. I was like, oh, maybe it's nerves, I guess. Or sometimes, you know. So our chip card thingy just got full. We ran so, out of space. So I don't know if you got the gem of you better be carrying your own head if you don't make an audition, but if not, there you go. There's the joke. If you yeah. Don't, if you don't come to an audition, you better That's either. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, you better be in a well. I'm a little. I've I've given him a lot of plum wine. I in the time it took to fix this, I've drank <laughs> a lot. Um, <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't put this on air. <laughs> it's really tasty. Um, no, it's fine. Every I didn't say anything I regret. And we're we're, all, we're legally drinking. Look, sober here. me is gonna gonna edit. So <laughs> <laughs> so if he if he's cool with it, I'm cool. <laughs> Um, oh, no. but yeah, but what I would, the, the one thing I want to say about missing out auditions is if you have to inform them, if they've already sent you an invite to audition, inform them, right? Because uh, they will remember your face if you haven't. To, uh, yeah, if they give you an audition and you don't show up for that audition, people are going to be pissed because yep. you're wasting their time. Yes, you know, and, and they they did all the effort to look at you, to research you, et cetera, and they will remember you then, opposed to not having invited you, hmm. because I, I think a lot of people fear that you know putting stuff up means people will remember you. Period. It, thankfully and sadly, they won't, because they didn't invite you. If they didn't invite you, at least. Um, whoa, I'm really like, oh, hanging from the ceiling fan. I can still see. I don't know if I can stand. Oh, well, I guess we'll find out. Plum wine. Lightweight. Yeah, I mean, like I said, this stuff isn't that strong. No, it's not. I'm just, I just <laughs> never drink. This is... I this know. Is well, neither do I, and I have better tolerance than you. Sibilance. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway. So, that that's 2021. Um, I'm trying to think if I've, if I've left anything out. Uh, I mean, probably. It's been a whole probably. Oh, we, we haven't uploaded in a long time for a plethora of reasons. Part my lays. I will own up to that. Mm. But we did move recently, which yeah. was I moved an entire twice. process. Yeah. I, which moving once takes a lot out of you. Moving twice. Oh, my gosh. It's, that that was a lot. It's a, it's that a was a lot. Because I moved all of my stuff into your place for like mm-hmm. a month. And then we had a month of like everything being everywhere in the old place. Yep. And then yep. moving everything from that small apartment to the new apartment, which luckily we we did have the foresight to to hire um, people to help, you know, yeah. people who will literally move the stuff for you. Yes, like yeah. we had to drive the vans and everything, but you know we had helpers. Yeah, yeah. So really, we did that. Really, <laughs> that was that was a blessing because I don't I don't think I could have done all those boxes, carried all those boxes again. It just mm. uh, moving is a pain. But we yeah, got through it. Right. And so, organizing everything. I mean, we're still unpacking rooms. We yes. still, there's still rooms that need to be unpacked and organized a little bit. But everything is mostly 
in the correct space. Like the studio is finished, the kitchen, like the living mm. room. Looks really nice. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, uh, well, I mean, to be honest, uh, I I'm doing my best to come up with other ideas for mm. the show. Part of it was we did have a few things recorded on our old uh, recording so uh, hardware, but the chip got jammed into it. So we had to go back to our older stuff, the stuff we're using now, actually, to uh, I, I keep record. Looking, I keep looking at it to make sure yeah. it's still recording. I'm like, <laughs> mm, yeah, I no, I mean, you. this was a throwback, you know, yeah. using the, the smaller recording yeah, equipment. We're using a H6, yeah. Zoom H6. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Good but stuff. The, the bigger one is yeah easier and better it's the rodcaster yeah and we'll get it back soon yeah. it's actually it was shipped to our old place so we need to go pick it up from one of our very obliging neighbors which thankfully we, thank goodness so yeah it would be wise for us to do that so um <laughs> on that is like some content that we're gonna release uh i don't even remember what it is or if we're even gonna use it now since it's been so long Probably do Pedro's podcast. I think so. Foreshadowing. foreshadowing. Yeah. Ooh. Spoilers. Yeah. Um. So we've got that going on. But yeah, we apologize. Well, I apologize for. I, I do too. For the lack of uploading things, because I do enjoy this, and I'm yeah. so excited to to impromptu do this kind of like episode. Not only because you know I really want to inform people about what it is like in the profession right now. But also, it's just very fun to do. And it's yeah. strange to hear, you know, some people that I know listen to it. And there's also people that I don't know who listen to this. And I I, I humbly say thank you. And yeah. I say, I know I'm a little drunk, but thank you for <laughs> indulging me. Um, uh, well, then maybe this should be part of the show. We have a drink yeah, every time and see where things go. See where things go. <laughs> That should be the name of the, of the not <laughs> Audible Theater. A drink every time and see where things go. A <laughs> drink every time. Drink up me, matey. Yo-ho. <laughs> oh. So, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, for, for uh, just because when you're tipsy, you don't stop a conversation. Um, <laughs> for those of you out there who are wondering... How do I get to the city? How do I chase my dreams? I don't have money. I was you. Whoa. That was super crazy. I was... Well, well that's like an anime moment. Mm. Um, You're about to have a flashback. A flashback. To your life in Connecticut. Do, 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 I know, we might be copy-stricken. Don't sing. No, no, that's, that's short enough. I don't okay. think they care. Yeah, probably not. It's probably auto-tuned, too. Yeah. Anywho. Uh... <laughs> You plan your strengths, basically. Uh, work that part-time job until you have a couple. I moved to the city with just a thousand saved up. That's all I had to my name and credit card debt and uh, college debt. Mm. But I did it. You know, to get that thousand saved up, I sold my car. I worked a couple weeks and didn't buy anything. Um, I had to get out of my hometown as quickly as possible, and that's a part of it too: urgency and efficiency. Uh, and yes, you're gonna get here. And you're gonna be overwhelmed. But it is a huge culture shock. It is. It really yeah. is, especially if you come from a smaller place. I mean, I came from a small town too, mm -hmm. so it it was a huge culture shock. And I think that's a big part of why a lot of actors probably moved out during the pandemic. It's because not only do a lot of these fresh faces get the initial culture shock, but the culture shock on top of moving into New York with COVID was immense. And mm -hmm. I totally get the escapism of not being here. Uh, so there's that element to it as well. But 
if you truly are passionate about becoming a performer or an artist and want to come to the city, uh, it is it is possible. Mm-hmm. I I know I'm I feel like a rare case, um, and that's why I I try to do this with my work, tell people that mm-hmm. it is possible. Mm-hmm. Because if you are if you're poor, if you're underrepresented or, or whatever, uh, don't let people around you tell you what you are capable of. Don't let family make you feel less than you are. Don't let friends, um, you know, feel as though don't let friends make you feel like it's their place to do these things. I I know a lot of people who I could could point out and be like, if I listened to them, if I followed them. I wouldn't be where I am today. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's resonant with a lot of people who do stay in the city and the, the really hardcore people who are just trying to get in, chase the dream that they 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 love so much and succeed in the ways that they want. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know? I mean, I had friends back home told, tell me that I had delusions of grandeur. <laughs> you know, so yeah, I mean... Yeah. And I mean, and here you are. Here I am. I'm yeah. still here. I'm still doing it. Still I've, doing your job. Yeah, I'm still doing my job. So don't let anyone yeah. make you feel less than what you are. And if you're listening to this, and even in the future, we might be able to do this too. But we're we're a small enough audience where if you did want to email us, uh, in addition to submissions, if you'd like to, audibletheater at gmail dot com. Um, if you have questions, like you know, hey, what can I do? How do I get there? I have these issues. We'd love to address them. And hey, even we might even talk about it on the show. Of course, yeah. we'll keep everything anonymous and and stuff like that. But we this... want to become a community, a supportive community. Yes, you know, because yeah. there's so much negativity. Mm-hmm. I feel in the world, and especially on the internet, it's hard to feel included. Yeah, and we want to include you. So please <laughs> contact us if you feel as we haven't talked about something. Thank that you. <laughs> relates to you. Yeah. This is going to be the internet support group. Yeah. Thank you for joining. Yes. <laughs> and the thing is, everyone is individual, right? Mm-hmm. So we can talk about broad things, generalizations about the field, and mm-hmm. they may be true in the majority sense, but things that you encounter, whether you're outside of the city, in the city, in a different city, are things that we can talk about. Because uh, between the two of us, we've got a ton of experience that we 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 can lend to you absolutely and though we may, may not be a-list actors yet yet we're quite uh, <laughs> we're quite clever you yeah, know we're the we're, we're the smartest einstein yeah. in this side of the spine oh yeah i guess so <laughs> that was a smart line Nathan. no no but se- <laughs> <laughs> but seriously don't listen to the negativity there i feel like there actually are more positive people than there are negative but you know, the squeaky wheel gets the grease, you know, negativity mm. sticks out. So it's mm. a good line. Yeah. Wow. I never heard that before. Didn't you? Yeah. Squeaky I, wheel gets the, the grease. grease. Have <laughs> you never heard that before? Are you serious? Are you no, just, I've you never just, heard that before. You've never no, heard no, that no. before? No. Okay. Well, yeah, that's an expression. It's like you not knowing who John Green is. Remember that? Who's John Green? Oh, right. <laughs> 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 Oh boy. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, we could we could go on we could and go on. on. I think this is a, a good natural stopping. Probably. Point. I think we've said everything that we so, need yeah. to say. Um, um, again, any questions, any work that you want to send us? Yeah. Audibletheater yeah. at gmail.com. We mm-hmm. promise to uh, ch- actually check it. Yes. Yes. Um, we, 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 we have <laughs> had past submissions. Unfortunately, uh, and I don't know if they've ever listened to the show, the submitters, we just didn't have the manpower to fill those shows. So right. I mean, there were too many Especially for the people. next couple months, if you have shows that are smaller cast or a bit more just like, you know, yeah, uh, two, right now. Two people, three people, four two, people. Uh, yeah, we have. We could give up to five people because yeah. that's how many roommates we are. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> so our So cast of five yeah. or, you know, maybe we could double up on a few. Of but... course, we can always like uh, if we if it's a play that you're so intent on getting out and it's a really good quality thing. You really would like us to do it. Uh, we can do postings and backstage and, and get some voice actors to mm-hmm. either zoom in or send uh, video cuts and we can yeah. add it all together. It's a bit more work, but it will be worth it if you feel it would be worth it. So yeah. um, that as well. Uh, excuse me. Wow. Professional. Um, I hope you edit that out. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> so please uh, email us. Um, yeah. Is that it? I think I I don't have anything left to say. Do you have anything left to say? Squeaky wheel. In night she came to me. Ah, strange to what? This has been Whispers Theater. Oh, Thank no. you for listening. <laughs> okay, before we lose everyone. All the audience. <laughs> you might have to edit that out. I would edit that out. All right. Well, um, here we go. Uh, okay. And clap. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.